Welcome to IPR Radio. I'm Shanjay Mukherjee. In today's episode, we speak to Edgar Shin, Marketing Director, Terms International, South Korea, on innovations in AMR, pioneering solutions to combat superbugs. Edgar Shin leads strategic marketing initiatives at Terms International. He holds a bachelor's degree in science with animal husbandry as his major and an MBA. He has been associated with the animal health industry for the last 13 years and his career spans various leadership roles in marketing and export management. Earlier in his career, he worked with CTBio Incorporated where he oversaw contract negotiations, provided technical support and drove sales for the export division. He completed his military service as a medic at the US post in South Korea. After the break. In the orchestra of life, each creature plays a part. At Sapiens, we see the web of life where the health of animals reverberates through ecosystems and societies. With innovative technologies, we're redefining the future of agribusiness, sustainably enhancing productivity and profitability. We don't just dream of a better future, we make it. Food safety, quality, and security. These aren't just words, they're our mission. We're sapiens and we're committed to healthier animals because we believe in healthier living. Be a part of our melody, and together, let's compose a better world. For more information about our products and solutions, log into sapiensagree.com. So, good morning, Mr. Shin. Welcome to IPR Radio. To set the context for today's uh, discussion, the World Health Organization identifies antimicrobial resistance as one of the top 10 global health threats. If current trends continue, then by 2050, AMR may not only lead to 10 million deaths each year globally, but also may result in over $100 trillion in economic losses worldwide. In today's podcast, we delve into the quiet yet impending crisis of antimicrobial resistance. So our first question to you today, Mr. Shin, is what is antimicrobial resistance and why is it such a global threat? Sure, sure. Um, so antimicrobial resistance is AMR. We usually call it AMR. Uh, it's um, antimicrobial and resistance. So we have to understand what is the antimicrobial first, right? So antimicrobial is a kind of the medicine and that can control or kills the microorganism. That's why we call it antimicrobial. So these microorganisms can be virus or bacteria or fungi or parasite. Generally, we are talking about the pathogenic microorganisms that infect human, infect animals. So these antimicrobial uh, medicines can control bad pathogenic microorganisms and protect us and animals from the infections. That's the antimicrobial. And now resistance. Somehow these bad pathogenic bacteria gets the resistance against our medicine weapon. So even though we are using these antimicrobial medicines, they are not actually controlled or killed by these medicines and creating 
the infection and disease problem continuously. So this is the uh, start of the problem. As you mentioned in the beginning, we already having a lot of people killed by this AMR pathogenic microorganisms. And let's say uh, 2020, we having about 1.3 million people died by this issue, which is almost same as diabetic uh, death, mm -hmm. which is huge. And as you mentioned, it will be more in the future. And 2050, it will be number one issue. Uh, so this is a big issue now, as well as the big issue later. Not only that, but let's say you have an infection in your lab. So if you cannot treat uh, this infection because of the resistance issue, maybe you have to cut off your leg to save your life. So it's generating disabilities. And this is a direct problem, but also it creating a lot of economic issues. So if you have a resistant bacteria in your system, you have to stay in the hospital for a long time. You try one medicine, not working. Second, you try, third, you try. Every time you upgrade your medicine, you have to pay more and more. Mm -hmm. And you have to pay for the hospitality. And antibiotics are very important for surgery process because it's an easy uh, environment to have the uh, hospital infection. But when you expect the AMR problem, it's very hard to perform a surgery. So it's not only killing the infection itself, but also it prevents and uh, making problems in the surgeries. We can mm -hmm. kill a lot more of people. So this is why WHO uh, nominate this is a big problem. And this is why this is a global concern today. Right, right. But how did we reach this state, uh, Mr. Shin? Could you provide us uh, a historical context of how we've traveled to a situation where we mm -hmm. have this big problem? Okay, okay. Actually, this uh, antimicrobial resistance is kind of natural situation mm -hmm. because antibiotic was in the nature at the beginning. So naturally, some of the bacteria, some of the virus fungus, they acquired uh, immunity or resistance against this to survive. But after human uh, found penicillin in 1942, we started to use this penicillin a lot. It was a blessing. We save a lot of people from infectious disease. Uh, we save a lot of uh, people in the war of the infection. So it was a good thing for the people. But after some time, people noticed that, oh, there was a bacteria is not controlled by penicillin antibody. We thought this is the miracle, but it's not working today. It mm -hmm. was around the 1960, people aware this was the problem. But at that time, they found another antibiotics. So if it's not working, we try another one. And right. if something happened again, we find new one and repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. This continued until uh, 1990 and 2000. But unfortunately, um, last couple of years, we noticed that there is a dry pipeline situation. There's no new antibiotic coming up. It's very difficult to find new one. And it's very difficult and costly to develop new antibiotics. So now we have the bacteria resistance to the multiple antibiotics. 
but uh, pharmaceutical companies doesn't want to invest because the return of investment is not there. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in 1990, there was 18 big companies running in the antibiotic uh, project. But 2010, there's only four. After 20 years, 14 has been gone away because the company knows very well it doesn't make money. So this is the uh, situation today. So it's hard to expect new antibiotics coming up. So this is why we have a limit control of the uh, multi-resist bacteria. So we had a great time, 1940 to uh, 1990, but now we are suffering from the uh, multi-resist bacteria issue. All right. So I can say uh, the overuse of the antibiotic in our industry, uh, human industry, actually generated this um, resistance issue. Now we are in the trouble because of this uh, usage. That's the uh, background of the AMR issue today. Oh, okay. So how does the animal agriculture sector contribute to AMR? I mean, oh. what is the potential for antibiotic resistance, resistant bacteria to spread from farm animals to humans through regular food hmm. consumption? Okay. Um, I mentioned about the human uh, usage of the antimicrobials because it was very good and easy to use. And by the technology development, it got cheaper as well. So doctors prescribed the uh, AGP, uh, I mean, antibiotics, very easy. And the patient happy with that. Uh, in animal side, it happened the same thing. At the beginning, we used the antibiotic in the chicken or swine for the treatment purpose. But someday we noticed that giving antibiotic actually improving growth. Uh, they grow faster and feed conversion uh, ratio is better. Why not right. we should use this one for the uh, animals who is not sick. So giving a low concentration of antibiotic uh, for all stages, we call it uh, AGP, antimicrobial growth promoter. So our industry get a lot of benefits uh, from using antibiotics. But actually, it's a, a fast uh, scenario for the bacteria to develop resistance. Uh, if you're using low doses, it's not actually uh, killing the strong bacteria. Some of them is dying, but some of strong bacteria survive. They, and they experience and trained against these uh, antibiotics. So they develop uh, antibacterial resistance. As time goes by, weak bacteria uh, killed, the strong bacteria survived. So after using antibiotics for a long time, finally in the farm level, we only have a very strong bacteria with the multiple resistance. And now, as a human, we consume this uh, chicken meat and egg every day. Uh, we do have a system and regulation to control this contamination of the bacteria in the uh, chicken, but it's not perfect. Time to time, we have a chance of contamination the meat, and they can pass through uh, human by the food chain. Chance is not very high, but it's uh, every day we are consuming. So uh, eventually we get exposed to the super bacteria like this. And those bacteria, time to time, they can infect the human as well. For example, salmonella, 
the food poisoning bacteria, also infecting chicken and the human as well. So in this case, this super bacteria can be transferred to human and making a problem. Now, human antibiotic is not working. So this is a big issue. Another of the uh, resistance is antibiotic residue. The bacteria itself may be controlled, but uh, antibiotic itself is left over in the meat. And that can also training and the experience, giving experience to the bacteria in human side. And they develop the resistance. And human and the animal antibiotic is uh, very similar to each other. It's more or less mm -hmm. same category, same mode of action. So they get formation and the experience now making a problem in the human side. So if we use antibiotic in the human, uh, I mean, animal for a long time as a gross promoting effect, it eventually will impact the human as well. Yes. Right. right. So nowadays we hear a lot about the One Health approach. And uh, can you explain what the One Health approach is and how it relates to AMR? Yes, yeah, sure. Um, we have to understand what is the One Health concept. So One Health is usually dividing three groups. Human health, of course, yeah. most important thing, and animal health and environment. Um, in this concept, all these three sectors are related and connect each other. So if something goes wrong in one sector, the other sectors can affect it as well. So we have to take care of these all three sectors together to gain our um, final goal, the human health, mm -hmm. as well as everybody's health. And this concept is actually um, promoted by WHO and FAO, OIE, all together. So it's not a new concept anymore. Uh, it's a mm -hmm. global concept. Right. Um, I mean, for global warming is uh, one of the examples. So humans use a lot of the uh, gas and produce a lot of greenhouse gas that produce the global warming situation that changes environment and also changing the animal. For example, honeybee. Now we don't see much of honeybee and that also disappearing uh, from the global warming and uh, we don't get the enough fertility in the gardening and the food, grains, and eventually infecting humans. So it's all connected like this. So AMR is the same situation. We're talking about the uh, animal growth promoter antibiotics, but we didn't expect that coming to the human at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But now we understand that overuse of the antibiotics in the animal can transfer to the human side and generating uh, AMR issue in the human side. So when we talk about the AMR problem in the hospital human, it's easy to look into human side only, hospital only, but we have to look into the um, animal side and environment all together to have the true solution and a sustainable solution. So that's the connection between the One Health and the AMR issue. We'll be back after a short commercial break. That is a wake-up call against the growing shadow of antibiotic resistance over our poultry, our health, and our world. To fight this menace, Excelsio, a natural antibiotic free performance enhancer, marshals an army of bacteriophages. 
each engineered by evolution to engage a specific bacterial adversary. Excelsio uses a cocktail of bacteriophages that protects your flock against various strains of Salmonella, E. coli, Clostridium, Perfringens, and Staphylococcus aureus. Excelsio is more than a product. It's our shield against antimicrobial resistance. It's our stand for a safer, healthier future. For more information about our products and solutions, log into sapiensagri.com. So what policies or regulations are there in place to regulate the use of antibiotics in animal agriculture and uh, how effective do you think they are? Regulations may be there, but then in effect, how are, are, they, are they really effective? Okay. Sure, sure. Result of the uh, regulation, right? So, yeah. um, in animal side, the common regulation is ban. Don't use the antibiotics uh, anymore mm -hmm. because that will generate a problem in human. Um, as a government point of view, um, animals' uh, life may not be so important comparing to the human side. So they uh, take a step, like just stop using antibiotics in the uh, animal so we will be safe from the antibiotic issue. Uh, actually, the European country started this uh, antibiotic regulation very first time in 1972. So they start to controlling tetracycline and penicillin and streptomycin one by one. So company uh, countries like Europe, they uh, went through the gradual uh, control of the antibiotics. But the country uh, who started late control, after we noticed that AMR is a big issue, they go for the uh, dramatic regulation. Yesterday, you can use antibiotics. Today, we cannot use antibiotics like this. So it was a dramatic change. So um, now, Europe country already banned Korea. I'm a Korean, so uh, Korea yeah. is already banned the uh, antibiotic feed antibiotic in 2011, mm -hmm. um, and many of countries following. I think the India is under discussion about the antibiotic control. Right. right. Usually, the government uh, prohibit using antibiotic in the feed as a growth promoter, but they allow to use veterinary. Uh, purpose of the antibiotic for treatment because they need a treatment anyway. So these are the common regulations of the um, AMR issue in the animal side. So what about the result? So result is very tricky, I can say. There is no single uh, answer for that. Uh, for example, mm -hmm. in California, last um, couple of years ago, they started a regulation in California and they found the 77% of the uh, resistance issue, which is a good thing. But in Korea, <laughs> the other side, we found there are more uh, antibiotic resistance bacteria, even after the regulation of the AGP. Okay. And a lot of papers say no difference or improvement or maybe worse uh, case after a regulation. Why this is happening? Because every country has a different detailed regulation. That's the first thing. And protein producers, farmers, and the feed mills in the, each country, they have a different reaction against this mm -hmm. regulation. Yeah. 
So let's say you cannot use antibiotic. Maybe we can use a therapeutic antibiotic every day, like this. Maybe okay, okay. We can use it behind. <laughs> mm, so like, finding a way around the law. Yes, yes, because it was too fast and too dramatic control. So they have no choice but to using antibiotic in different ways. So that's right. actually a kind of side effect. So that's the another thing. So it depends on other um, factors, not only regulation itself. So that's why we have the good result as well as uh, bad result as well. So we have to think about what is the better regulation or better way or better approach to the antibiotic regulation in the um, animal industry today. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are the possible potential solutions to address mm -hmm. AMR in the context of animal agriculture? Okay, okay. Um, most of the time, the animal side, animal industry, we adapt something from the human industry, human side. So it would be great to check what is going on in the human side. So I checked the several options in human side. Uh, it seems like human is focusing on prevention, right? Of course, prevention is the best option on the most of the problems. And if you prevent AMR uh, generation, you can use antibiotic for a long time, which is a good thing. So um, just like animal side, in human side, they try to reduce antibiotic usage, giving a regulation to the doctor, uh, reduce usage, or don't give a, a prescription to every patient for antibiotics like this. Um, they're also looking into more vaccination programs. So vaccination mm -hmm. is not mm -hmm. an antibiotic. And it's actually right. boosting uh, human uh, immunity to fight mm -hmm. against different uh, infections. So we can also think about these options. Uh, we're already controlling uh, antibiotic usage, but I think it should be more sophisticated, not uh, just uh, mm. stop using. And also no. we are de developing new vaccine. Maybe we will have a more vaccination in the future. Okay. But if you have too much vaccine, it's a practical problem. But every vaccine you have to inject or give it to the animal. The farmer has to do that and cause this another issue. So I believe vaccination will be more, but there will be limitation of the use. Mm -hmm. um, as a solution, humans are also looking into different options. Uh, probiotic is one of the um, area people looking into. And probiotic is so famous in the, our industry, uh, chicken industry as well. Um, it's a very safe, uh, one of the idea uh, solution, but problem is it seems there are too many options and the result is, uh, kind of up and down, uh, okay. based on the product. So, uh, we have to look more carefully choosing these options. Um, there are other alternatives of the AGP like enzymes or acidifiers, essential oils and herb extract or fatty acids. Um, these products are generally safe, uh, but there's a little question about the efficacy in most of the time. So I found the producers, farmers tend to use the combination of these products, use the probiotics with um, acidifiers or essential oils. It seems like there's no single solution. So everybody has their own <laughs> recipe. Mm -hmm. uh, depending on the country and the situation. 
So this is the difficulty of the uh, farmers uh, to find the solution replacing the uh, antibiotics. Um, bacteriophage is actually one of the um, uh, solution in human side as well. Mm -hmm. um, there are already people using bacteriophage in the human uh, infections, especially in the Eastern Europe and the Russia, because penicillin was not uh, introduced in these countries because we had a war, world war. The Western America and Europe countries, they had shared the penicillin, but Eastern Europe and the Russia, they didn't get the chance to do it. So they researched the bacteriophage a lot. So natural virus, Kills the bacteria. So it's a natural solution for the uh, bacteria infection. And they already applying these bacteriophages for human industry as well. So we can also look into this bacteriophage therapy in the animal side as well. So it's naturally developed by the uh, evolution. So it's very powerful tool. Uh, but the problem is finding proper bacteriophage is a question mm -hmm. because they are very specific. So you have to find uh, uh, each bacteriophage for each bacteria control. Bacteria. The stability and the efficacy and cost is also a practical issue. So if you are looking into these options, you have to think about um, a different uh, aspect to find the optimum uh, solution for this one. So. It will take some time <laughs> to find the right yeah. solution for yourself. Yes, yes. Right, right, right. So, Mr. Shin, in your opinion, what can policymakers, farmers, and consumers do collectively mm -hmm. to you know address the issue of AMR? Okay. Um, everybody should understand what is AMR, and everybody should aware this is not a uh, today issue or tomorrow issue, it will be it's a big issue in the future. So we have to mm -hmm. be ready unless it will be a bigger and more costly uh, issue in the future. That is the bottom line for everybody. Um, as I mentioned, the uh, regulations are tend to be uh, too dramatic, I think, mm -hmm. and giving only pressures to the industry. At the same time, the industry have to maintain same price of chicken even though they are spending more money, millions mm -hmm. in the AGP replacement. So I think there should be a benefits as well. So just mm -hmm. like a, a greenhouse gas control, they give the benefit to the who is reducing the gas. So right. maybe we should give a benefit to the who is mm -hmm. not using or reducing antibiotic uses. So they will be more motivated. And it will be okay. campaign to each other, more famous. The awareness will be falling. So it's a, one of the good idea. I think since there's a side effect of the therapeutic usage, maybe the regulation will be tougher in the future mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the government already know it. But it's not only the suppress, but also it has to be benefit. Um, right. As for the farmers, they're a business people, right? They have to make the money mm. uh, to survive, continue this business. Of course. So, uh, it is uh, important to admit that this is a problem, even though the cost is there. And they have to keep looking into what is the sustainable and safe solution for the uh, antibiotic problems. 
So I introduced several options, probiotics, acidifiers, and bacteriophages. Those things can be considered, and uh, we have to keep looking at it together to find the best sure. solution. Um, finally, the consumers, uh, normal people who is eating the chickens and eggs, they have to understand the AMR issue again, and they should be willing to pay more money on the AMR free chicken and about free chicken. So they will encourage to the farmers and even for the government, because government is also uh, looking for the support from the normal people, right? Right. So normal right, people, right. yeah, normal people demand this AMR issue free uh, proteins. Eventually, everybody will follow. So campaigns and the educations uh, should be done uh, to accelerate this MAR issue, not only the uh, regulations. So all together has to be there to fight against this AMR uh, crisis in the future. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Shin, for uh, coming on the show today. And it's been a really informative discussion. And we look forward to you know, a continued relationship and having you again in future on the show. Sure. Thank, Thank you, so you very much. Thank you very much. It's a great honor to be here. Uh, happy to share my ideas. Uh, let's keep working together uh, to make a better future. Thank you. Thank you. To be notified of upcoming podcasts, like and subscribe our YouTube channel at IPR Radio today.